Hello. And welcome to the, the Champagne, Champagne Room Secrets, Secrets Podcast. What the fuck? I don't know if this is shameful, but if you have a small dick, have a good personality. Filling the champagne. Your wife died here. Have a titty. It's not a sex podcast, but it is stripper. You can grind your clit on a guy's hard dick and come. But you've never made someone come in their pants, right? I'm Candy. I'm Jade. Your friendly neighborhood whores here to walk you through the ins and outs of the strip club and sex work industry. Uncensored. I feel like I should update you and the listeners about the Zoloft journey. Please do. (laughs) I started taking Zoloft on Monday. And then on Wednesday, I hooked up with, we're going to call him AC because he's Alpha Cum. And if you have a question (laughs) on what that means, go back and listen to previous episodes. Dude, nothing. I'm pretty sure I told you like a few days after I started, it was like numb. It wasn't numb because I felt the peen. Right, no, but there wasn't pleasure. I felt like you no. were like shaking someone's hand. Yeah, I was just gripping. You were just gripping the dick. <laughs> and and then afterwards, he's like, well, do you want this or that? And I was like, no. And then I just went home, cried, went outside, <laughs> threw the soul off in the outside trash so I couldn't get it back. You threw it away? <laughs> yeah, I threw it away. And then two days later, I got my period, which explains. I mean, I'm not saying all women like, oh, you know, women can be president because they get crazy, but. I, Jade, could not be president because I get crazy before my period. Like, I would literally nuke. (laughs) I would nuke the countries. I cannot believe you threw out the Zoloft after three days. So that was Wednesday night. Friday, I worked. Baby, she's back. (laughs) I was was busting fat nuts on the Custos. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So that's that was the end of the the start and end of my solo journey. It lasted three days. Girl, you have to give it like a few weeks minimum. No. You can't no, go I... one week without coming. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Theoretically, I could just refill. Right, I had some refills. I yeah. mean, I threw the bottle out, so I don't know the prescription number. You know what? I think part of the human experience is suffering. And that's just, it's part of being a human is being sad. And I'm just, you know, when I'm sad, it means that I care about something. And if I get really scared for no reason, I can take out of it. (laughs) All right. You're insane, but I love you. Okay. Anyways. So Candy, I I hear (laughs) a friend Randy has had some interesting developments in her life. Randy has had some interesting developments in her life that is not my life. It's her life. And her name is Randy. <laughs> um, yeah, Randy had her first full service, full companionship girlfriend experience session last Friday. Do we have to call it that every time? Full companionship, full service, no. girlfriend experience session. <laughs> I'm going to go for it. I'll just call them like session or appointments. But I just want to make it like clear like what it is. Right. So it's not like uh, ambiguous. Yeah. 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 So that was last, right now it's Wednesday. So yeah, it was last Friday. So like what? Uh, Four days ago? Almost a week ago. (laughs) Almost a week ago. What is it? What time is it? Um, Yeah. It was with the client she has met before in person. And uh, yeah. So she booked a cute little hotel room that was kind of like in between both of them. And it was super easy because now they have like virtual keys. You can like get through your phone and like. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. She didn't even have to like go through the lobby at all to get in or get out. But it was like a pretty nice hotel and it was a nice space. She brought a bunch of stuff like some um, ambient, ambient, they say ambiance. Is it? And you're am- asking amb- the Mexican? I know. <laughs> I think it's it's ambiance, but I think it's ambient, which is so confusing. Like ambient music, but nice ambiance in the right. Exactly. So that, that's like, what I yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. So Randy brought some like ambient items and like a nice little um, what's that called? Like a robe. So when the guy like showered before the appointment, you know, they could like wear a robe. She got some. So like, was Randy was Randy in in normal clothes, like streetwear clothes, when um, the guy shows up? Yeah, she, uh, no, 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 sorry. So she got to the hotel in regular clothes, like nondescript. And then she did get into like a cute little, you know, that little sparkly club dress. Okay. So like a, like a clubby dress. Yeah. Skin and the heels. Okay. Yeah. She looked nice. <laughs> Randy looked like she was going out for a drink. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, she let him in. Uh, she got like a little bottle of champagne. So they were just like kind of breaking the ice a little bit, talking. And yeah, it was like kind of, a lot of it was just like, chatting hanging out and then she was like oh like do you want to get a little more comfortable like 
go take a shower, hint, 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 <laughs> which mm-hmm. he had already said like before. He's like, oh, do you mind if I take a shower? And then, yeah, they just. So is the discussion that had happened before, like how much into detail does Randy want to give? I don't know. The The discussion was it was pretty broad and like he's a really interesting guy. So just like interesting topics catching up. And then eventually she did ask like, oh, is there any you know anything in this realm that you like or gets you excited like do you have a fan of like a favorite body part you know like feet ass tits I don't know whatever okay armpit if you want to go back and listen armpit, to our yeah <laughs> our armpit <laughs> well because well like it's like a thing when you get a guy in the club it's like you never know what he's going to be into so what if he's like oh like actually can I just lick your armpit for an hour I'd be like absolutely you can yeah <laughs> and like I what even while I'm giving a lap dance I I think it is a sexy question to be like do you like are you more of a tits or an ass man and depending on what they say I like tailor it that way yeah. So it's and it, it and it's not so much because so that I can if they say ass I can show more ass. It's more like the, I think the question just gets them like excited. Yay. Like you know what I mean. So so just just bringing that up I think is good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it kind of like it kind of changes the mood a little bit because he's actually he's really sweet. He's really interesting. But like he's not like guys that we have who immediately are very like touchy and like this yeah. and that. Like he's like not like he's not awkward. He's just like very respectful. <laughs> Well, and then so... we've talked about like having this problem that you and I are very good at conversation and sometimes we're having a good conversation and then turning it sexual into the cell at the club, turning it into like, all right, now let's get sexy. It's like a kind of hard, it, it's hard yeah. to, to go from one category of conversation where you're like, oh, this is interesting. And then be like, okay, now sexy. Like, right. Yeah. Because the first time we met, we just like hung out. Like we didn't, we didn't talk about this or like, get, we got like a little bit into like, what is this like? dynamic gonna look like but we didn't get into like you know intimate erotic details or whatever so you know like we you know we were getting a little more I think the champagne really helps we just had like a glass each Randy and the guy Randy and the guy (laughs) (laughs) so uh Randy and the guy had a little glass of champagne which I feel like kind of like I don't know felt a little more glamorous it's a little more like okay like let's get like the nerves out but like I definitely don't recommend and I didn't like get you know more than that like because you you don't want you don't want to be drunk yeah no 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 um but yeah so she had to kind of get into that and then shower happened and you know she treated it kind of like how you would treat any other hookup I guess like say hey like these are things I don't like like is there anything that you don't like but try to say it's sexy and you know getting into kissing and I know there's like I feel like there's a stereotype which it might be a lot of people I don't know like Randy's rates are pretty high so she feels like it needs to be more of like an upscale, like full girlfriend experience. So she does do kissing. Okay. So some people don't, right? That's kind of the yeah, the, right. Or sex is you don't make out or whatever. Right, right, exactly. But like you know, she wants to make it like an elite experience, um, at an elite price. So yeah, there's like kissing and this and that, and uh, I think all in all, the actual activity did guy try or ask to go down on randy is that allowed he did not ask and randy (laughs) so randy and i are similar in that it's not our favorite thing although i have been getting more into it lately but even when i didn't enjoy getting eaten out i always wanted them to ask to do it or at least try because it's the gesture but i guess this is a a a customer so he doesn't he's not trying to like it's not a two-way street as much, right? That's true. I feel like he maybe like wanted to do more, but okay, sorry, sorry. I'll let's rewind a little bit. So okay. Randy happened to start her period like an hour or two before. So a few days before, she had a feeling that was like, oh my gosh, shit. My uterus is is trembling. It's coming, right? And the so uterus she- is quaking. So she did a lot of, she did a lot of research, ended up getting this like flexible silicone disc cup thing. If it's the same one that I've used before, it kind of looks like a female condom. It's a little bit of like a trash bag. Okay. Yes. But but it's actually a solid. Yeah. But it's it's silicone. It's not plastic. So it's like a silicone, like a flat kind of cup. Oh, so it's more like a diva cup. Yeah. But it's like flatter. 
Okay, okay, okay. That's not what I had used in the past. Right, because I know the yeah. ones you were telling me about, I've I've used those, and I, I didn't get them mm. to work for me the first time, mm. but it's like it's like a silicone band almost that has like that plastic bag. That's what you've used, right? Because I've used, yeah. I've tried to use yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, so this is like the same idea, but it's just silicone like a Diva Cup. Okay. And Randy never used these with having sex before. So this was uh, watching a lot of videos, putting in the shower and hoping for the best. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and kind of like testing it so because it was kind of like a new thing and like Randy doesn't like like that anyways and I do feel like I've been speaking in my own personal experience outside of Randy I have hooked up with people where they want to go down on me and I like don't really want that so like I'm right. sure that will come up as something whatever because there's so many guys at the club who are like I want to eat you out like let me eat right you exactly he's gonna have to consider whether that's on the menu you know Randy knows it's a job and that is a sexual act and uh and it's not like she hates it it's just and randy can pretend with a customer more than i would want to pretend with a partner right like right exactly yeah. she's not gonna be coming during these sessions right. so it's more of like a, a performance in a way like connecting but kind of through a performance so yeah that wasn't that did not come up thankfully. And I would say in all the act itself, act, you know, lasted like 20 minutes or, or so a while, maybe a little shorter. Would it be worth Randy's time to make it last longer so that Randy can get more money? Randy thought about that. And it's like in that setting, she doesn't really want to be like in a selling mood. Like okay. that part is already done. And she kind of thought about that, but it's just like, she got the rate, which is like very good. She's very happy with that. And unless, you know, they ask for more, it's kind of like mentally, she doesn't want to be thinking about. Mentally, you just want to deliver the best possible experience for what has already been paid. Right. And not worry like, about. And and then yeah. that might want them to book in the future, but not in the moment. Okay. Like right. extend in the moment. And like, personally, this is something that is hard for me. And I think it would be for you too, because we're so used to like, when we're in the middle of like closing a sale, like we're doing the service for a sale, we're already thinking like, okay, like what can I do to extend? Who else can I go to? Like, you're already like, you're right. always on it and trying to hustle, but. Or if you're I in do... a room, you like the goal is to keep them to do a 30 and then while they're in there, oh, let's do 15 more minutes, 30 more minutes. Let's, let's go to the hour. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know, she's definitely inclined in those settings to be like that kind of hustler mindset. But I do I do think she needs to work on being less so and just kind of like being in the moment and not being like sell, 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 sell. So, um, no, and then like we, you know, she like they cuddled a little bit and sent him on Ugh, his That would probably way. be the worst part for me is like cuddling. I, you know, I don't, she doesn't mind it. I mean, yeah, because like, I don't know, we already are, you know, like at the club, even we're so intimate with people that like, we don't know at all. Like we don't cuddle, but like, we definitely are that yeah. like, physically close. Well, when, when people ask me to cuddle, I, I'm so uncomfy. I don't know. I'm really good. This is like bad, but I'm really good at like, I don't know, just not even dissociating, just kind of like compartmentalizing and being like, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good thing for sex workers to be able to do. Right. And it's yeah. kind of like. What I think a lot of maybe more jealous partners wouldn't understand um, that that we're very good and capable of doing that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, or even yeah, customers who then be, are like, oh, well, uh, here's my number because like, right. You know, super into me. <laughs> and it's like, no, baby, I'm just very good at my job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate your so, guts. No, I don't hate everyone's guts, but <laughs> no, I know. but like most people make it very easy to like hate their guts, which we I'm sure we're going to get into in a few minutes <laughs> when you catch me up on what you've been doing. Uh, but just to close it out, like, I don't it was like a really positive experience for her. Her partner is like so supportive, like probably more than he should be just cut. <laughs> I mean, does Randy's partner kind of find it hot? No. Oh. I don't think so. It's more like I think Randy's partner is excited uh, for Randy to start help paying some of the bills. <laughs> oh, but I mean, as as Randy's friend, like I think it is something that Randy has been putting a lot of effort in that yeah. she cares about. Like I think it's obviously that you're going to be paying for stuff, but like also seeing you excited about a project is like nice. I mean, Randy made more money in like an hour than she's made like the last like two strip club trips so it's like you know right. it was just nice to like have that and be like wow you know Although i will say it was an hour but 
there's a lot of work that went into that. Oh, like, yeah, I would, yeah. I wouldn't right. discount. She had to get there. She had to get cute. She had to set everything up. I mean, she had but to, you like... had to meet the person, set the ads, right. you know, like, dude, there's a lot. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. there's, yeah, there's a lot more, especially like the ads and website and stuff. That's like so much work. And then, like, you know, eventually it all pays back. Like, you know, when you book right. a lot more people, especially in the front is, is a lot more work. But just, just for people that they don't think, like, oh, it's like easy money or anything. No, like that. It's no, like, no, 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 no. You've been doing a lot of screening and sifting through trash, basically. And, screening people going through meeting new people that whole process is just as annoying as it is in the club like it's just you can do it at home from your phone or computer or whatever but it's still I mean well let's talk about you for a second we can go back to some requests that Randy's been getting (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. I mean I will say I had a very good week um up until last night (laughs) so like I worked Thursday Friday Saturday great nights um Monday, weirdly, really good. I mean, like more than $700 on a weird Monday. And then yesterday I uh, told someone that they were my 13th reason and they didn't know the (laughs) reference. And they said, 13 reasons for what? And then I said, (laughs) to kill myself. (laughs) You're like, just, just Google it. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I think it's important to listen to yours. Sometimes it's your body. Sometimes this is a very physically demanding job, but sometimes you need to listen to your spirit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah definitely um and yeah yesterday i worked from six to like nine thirty, made zero dollars and then i said i'm gonna leave and i'm gonna go make out with ac and that's yeah. that's it that was my name yeah but which is fine except that i'm going to italy in two days and i should be making money <laughs> i know but at that point Gucci loafers ain't gonna pay for themselves i know but like you almost worked four hours and nothing i mean that is like such no, a literally? soul killer that's crazy for for two hours no one even walked in and then and then i'll get into my good story um but then this guy walks in super fucking weird looking he's playing a video game on his phone and i go up to him and i'm like hey like da 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 and he's just like look at my dinosaur it's like the video game it has polka dots i was like okay <laughs> like he was and he had a stack of ones and he was just like being so rude like you know when people just like are literally ignoring you to look at their phone yeah and i was just like so the second time that i went up to him because literally there was no one that's when I told him he was my 13th reason. I was like, <laughs> it's just like he was being so dismissive. Like I was a fly. And I'm like, so you come to the strip club to play a video game on your phone and get irked when the strippers talk to you? Get the fuck out of here. What? So he's just like playing like a mobile app? Yeah. Like some yeah, like mobile app game. cheesy like app game with a dinosaur. Yeah, with a yeah dinosaur. literally. Um, I mean, I fell back. So I was like, maybe he is neurodivergent. But I think he was just an asshole. Like, yeah. You, I think you'd like, be able I, to tell. Yeah, and we've I've talked about having like really nice autistic like customers to right. know the deal. So I, I think he was just being an asshole. And then I had went and talked to uh, the two other guys who were in the club. Literally, the only oh two God. other guys. And they had gotten a lap dance, but the first thing that said to me is, Oh yeah, we were looking for escorts and escorts and we couldn't find them, so we came here. Um, <sighs> so I was like all right, it's time okay. for me to go. Oh, yeah, it's like, well, you're still not gonna find them. So, and I didn't even, I didn't even. Try, so at the Clementines Club, they make you stay for six hours, man. And I didn't even try and be like, oh, I have my period, or my cat is choking, and I have to go save. It. I was just like, um, manager, I think like spiritual. I do not want to be here, and I want to go. <laughs> and he looked at me. He was like, are you sure? And I was like. I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't even lie. I was just like, I just need to leave. I just need to get out of here. Do you know what? Lately, I've been I've been having to talk. I, I think this is one of the few jobs that people will ask you to justify over and over. Like, why you yes. do it? Yeah, absolutely. What other job are you justifying as much? Right? Like, I, I guess sometimes you do want to, like, when I was working at a university, I, I would try and say, like, oh, you know, we help people with substance abuse programs. And some people do have this, like, oh, I want to do something that changes the world. But, like, for the most part, no one's saying like, if you complain about your job, like this is the one type of job that I've had where if I complain about the job then people tell me to stop doing it. <laughs> but when right. I was working at a university, like being a research assistant, I complained about my job relentlessly and nobody told me, well, why don't you do something else? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, um, I guess maybe it's, it's, it's so different though, but I guess like maybe like fast food workers would be like, oh, like people are going to assume that they're going to move on to something yeah, else but-, but also that just doesn't it doesn't pay as well so it's like that's not even really like possible to do that long term even yeah, if you and, wanted but, to so I was talking to this so one guy for example I sat down I him. he was super blitz drunk and he was like you know as a guy who has a daughter and like I'm doing everything in my power to 
to get her not to be you basically that's what she said like oh. and then he ended up doing like a room so i'm like shut up i know wait with you or with someone else no with me um i just okay, feel 15 good. whatever but good, good, good. but i'm just like okay like in what universe I, I guess you're right maybe fast food workers would get that like some random person being like i i'm doing everything in my power that so that my kids don't end up like you i, I guess that's true but for the most part i was just like and he thought it was fine it was, you know what i mean yeah. And then I did talk to this other guy. And so what I've been doing lately is a lot of people have been saying, well, you know, why do you do this job? Or like, I, I sold a 30 minute room by saying like, I, you know, I actually like making connections with people and blah, 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 blah. And then this other guy tipped me a hundred dollars just for giving a good response, which is like, I don't think that just because you're paying for something, it doesn't mean that the intimacy or the emotional connection, human connection isn't real. And yeah. these are all things that I believe, but by saying them so often, they start to feel empty. Mm, but mm -hmm. we've talked about you know like the top earners at certain clubs that just like hustle super hard like they immediately go sexual they immediately start asking for a tip and we're like yeah but that kind of leaves you feeling not super great about the interaction like we actually do feel like uh, through conversation blah 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 like we feel good about the human connections that we're making and like sex work blah 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 but i've been talking about this so much that it starts to feel not real mm -hmm. like i'm just using it as a talking point that i know sells because it, mm -hmm. it definitely does but then finally I, I met a guy who i was like having a really nice conversation conversation i texted you about it yeah it was like really awkward and he was there with his two brothers and he was like i was trying to talk to him and he's like you know can i ask you for a relationship advice <laughs> this is like a man <laughs> in his mid-40s and i'm like <laughs> sure and he starts asking me like do you think a uh, long distance can work out and i was like well you know talking to him about it and i was like long distance relationships um, and I said, you know, my thoughts are like, as long as there's like an end point, there's like a time when he was like, wow, that's so interesting, blah, blah. And he's like, what about non-monogamy? And I'm giving him a spiel. I'm not even like a non-monogamous person, but I yeah. you know, have a lot of friends who are. I listen to Dan Savage. I recommended him like Esther Perel's book. And he was just like <laughs> writing things down. And he was like, um, his friend, his brother came over and because he, he was really into me. He's like, give him a, give him a lap dance. And he gave me like $60 so, so I could give him two lap dances. And then he left and he was like, um, can you just keep it? And we can keep talking. And I was like, sure. And then he gave me, he, he gave me a 20, like he ended up giving me like almost like $150 or something. And nice. I did give him one lap dance, but then he was like, I just want to talk. And then he was just like, <laughs> that's when I, that's when I texted you that I was like freaking out, not really freaking out, but he was like, well, what about you? And he starts asking me about like my relationship. And I'm like, well, I'm not really in one. It's like in this period. And and he starts like turning it back on me. And that's when I got a little weepy because he was like, well, can you tell if like you're more interested in the relationship than this guy? And I was like, yeah, I think I am. And he's like, isn't that really hard? And I was like, <laughs> it is. It's hard. <laughs> and I was like, that's so like, wow. rude. So rude. And he was like, well, there's, it seems like there's all this uncertainty. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, how do you manage? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> now I'm asking him for a relationship. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I just freaked out. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> um, so that happened. And I thought it was like actually really nice. Like I remember this guy. I connected with him. I had like a very human thing. And then, you know, eventually I moved on. I go on stage. I dance. He gives people more money. He's so nice. And then when he leaves, he's like, hey, I, can I just show you something before I head out? And I was like, sure. And then he shows me like a quotation from the internet. It, it goes, trust the weight, embrace the uncertainty, enjoy the beauty of becoming. When nothing is certain, anything is possible. And then he left. <laughs> and I was like, I love you. <laughs> Wait, that is so wholesome and beautiful. And wow. I was just like, that was, I think that was like on a Thursday or Saturday or something. But I was just like, this guy came in. We can, we, I, I showed him part of like who I really am. He showed yeah. me who he really was. And then he also paid me for it because he understood the value of that. He wasn't like, we're just talking. And I was just like, that's, that's so beautiful. That's so nice. Anyway, that's so beautiful. <laughs> and as we talked about, I was like, about to get my beers. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, warm and fuzzies. That's so great. That's that's a cancer stripper is gonna cry at the club for for. Good I reasons. want you remember those like old like the motivational posters to be like a kitten reaching and it has like black around it and with like the white font. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's literally that's literally what that looks Wait, like. Wait, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. When you said that to me, I was like, I need a picture of like a stripper photo in the middle, and then oh. I I need that quote. 
like on my wall. Wait, I will literally pay you to make me that. I literally will. It's almost your birthday. I can make that for you for your birthday. Because <laughs> I've been asking about commissioning an art piece from you for a while. <laughs> That's your oh my birthday. God, I love yeah. that. Oh, send, I love that. That makes me send so Send me happy. the quote. Okay, so heartwarming story. Um, why don't we move on to some of Randy's requests? Oh, <laughs> oh a new segment. Randy's requests. Randy's requests. <laughs> um, since this is just theoretical, I'm just gonna speak in the first person because whatever. Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we're tired. Okay, so everything is set up for uh meeting new people, making some money, and I get a request. <laughs> <laughs> and and seems like a totally legit request. It's someone visiting um, internationally, and it seems like they Where have a lot of money. Where is this person from? I'm curious. Switzerland. Oh, you people need God. <laughs> 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 They've gotten so rich, they don't know what to do with them with themselves. Yeah. And I don't think we have any Swiss listeners, actually. The Belgians, you guys, are, you guys still listen, but... <laughs> you guys no still listen? We don't know anything about you. Um, that's gonna be like just a joke who are you and so we're chatting back and forth seems good they even have like other provider references like nice uh because jenny's for screening it's like okay like i need your you know legal information your id maybe or your linkedin or whatever and then they actually had like um references i could like you know contact another provider to make sure they're not like a psycho killer psycho killer and they ask if I am fetish friendly. And I'm like, you guys know me. You are. I yeah. I love fetishes. Fetishes yeah. are great. And you're I mean, the fetish queen. I mean, I wouldn't say that because I'm not like experienced in all of them or but I'm, I'm very open minded and I'm very creative. So it's like you're very I creative. Can, yeah. I can be given a prompt and I'm like, all right, let's figure this out. Like, let's you make it work. It. I run with it. I get super into character. So I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what are you thinking? And he sends back a video, a clip from a pornographic website. And I watch the clip and it starts out. It's this man and a woman. And he no, has. No, it a... starts out just the woman. Oh, I thought he had. Is it just the woman's face? And then he shows the douche? At first. Yeah. Okay. So you see this okay, woman. I was. You sent it to me. And I'll explain later why what I thought it was. Because at first it's just a woman. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, yeah. you tell me what you thought. So. It's a woman, and then I'm a, I'm kind of skipping through it. I'm like, okay, where's the juice? Where's the ju- oh my god? Where's the juice? Literally, I'm like, where's like the juicy details? You know, it's kind of a long video, and so it then has you very see, long. There's like this bulb like douche, like a silicone. Um, I've also seen it. I've used it when I was a nanny because you can use it to suck like boogers out of like a baby's nose. It's literally like a suction, but I guess you can also use it as a douche. I- one time when I was considering doing anal, I bought a thing that looked just like that. And what I, as I understood it, you squirt water up your butthole with that thing, right? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. It does a, both a sucking and a squirting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was just like, oh, that's how I recognize it from. But yeah, I mean, I showed it to my, I showed it to my friend too. And it's like, no, that's like also, it's a douche. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, he's like showing this douche off and he's like squeezing it a little. And there's like this like milky milk, I assume liquid coming out of it. And you're like, okay, all right. I'm listening. And then the next shot, I well, swear. So here's what I thought it was because at first she's putting, she's putting the, the milk substance in her mouth, right? Yeah. And she's kind of holding it with her tongue out, kind of like, yeah. kind of like after girls get like come on their face. They yeah. Kinda it's kind of like, like if you got off. Right. I thought it was a cat, like a cat fetish, like that you were a cat. <gasps> oh my God. Do you see? Because she's kind of like kneeling and then she has like little milk in her tongue and like going like, ah. And I was like, oh, maybe it's like a little cat. <laughs> like Listen, she wants I... you to pretend to be a cat. And then we go into what you're about to explain which also perpetuated my idea of it being a cat situation. Oh, really? Well, okay. Well, <laughs> the listeners are like, just tell us. <laughs> you guys, this kept me up at night. Okay. I just need to say, fast forward if you don't want to hear it. All right. The next shot, this man is sitting, his legs above his head, 
he like this, a baby that's getting like his a, diaper changed like a baby that's getting his diaper changed and they're not like he's not like that flexible but they're his legs are far from go he's sitting on <laughs> he a needs chair to do some yoga he needs to do some yoga the woman is kneeling in front of him so her face is about level with his ass and then he right. starts squirting milk out of his ass into her mouth See, what I thought was going on was her just like rimming, like giving him a rim job, you know, licking his asshole. And I thought, oh, more cat play, right? Because cats lick each other's butts. So this is why I was so convinced you were going to be pretending to be a cat. (laughs) Okay. See that? I I immediately clocked. I'm like, oh, this guy wants to fake ejaculate milky ass juice into my mouth. And in the email, Mm -hmm. he said he wants wants the liquid to be more yogurty. So it's like thicker like and then more also, dense. Yeah. And then yeah. he also would want me to swallow it all. He specified he, he wanted you to swallow it. Yes. Why? I don't know, Jade. <laughs> I don't know. I, because we've been thinking about this, right? Yeah. And this has been haunting me. <laughs> I feel like for a lot of, a lot of fetishes, there's like something going on where, you know, I yeah. There's like diaper fetishes where you pretend to be a baby or you spit in someone's mouth. That got more popular during COVID because spit was like taboo. But yeah. this, what is so, this? Where did it come so, from? Who okay, thought so about there, it? I know there is a name for something similar. Let me look it up and read the description for it. When do you squirt anything out of your ass? Well, like in what context other than diarrhea? But it's not a diarrhea like substance. So it's not like a, it's not a scat. It's not scat play. No, because it's not poop. It's like some kind of like milk. It's like almost so like it cum. could be more like cum, but yeah. it never comes. I guess maybe like someone who has a fetish about like coming from the butthole. Felching. So, okay. So felching the act of sucking semen from any orifice, um, like an anus vagina, it can be done with drinking a straw when the semen is deep inside the rectum. So I think um, felching, oh. that's what someone told me it was called. So it's like a version of that, but it's like- So it's, it's like, without- oh, someone's fucking, fucking you in the ass. They come in your ass and yeah. then you suck it out of the asshole. Okay, so I just Googled felching so I could just see okay. the first thing. So the first thing that pops up is a PubMed article. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, can I just read this? Okay, yeah, felching, yeah. sucking or eating semen out of someone's <gasps> anus is a sexual behavior about which virtually nothing has been written in the scholarly <laughs> literature, despite the fact that it appears to be a not uncommon practice among certain subpopulations of men who have sex with men. When you first read Felching, I picture like gay man fucks yeah. or like man fucks man in the ass, comes and then takes like sucks yeah. it out of it. That, so- that's kind of a... I will say for as weird and I'm not, I mean, I'm sure some people are fine with it, whatever. This is not something that I'm probably ever interested in doing, at least like with a client for a lot of reasons, mostly just for like Safety. health, health reasons. Yeah. Like I know you can like douche and whatever, but I have heard like women getting like strep throat from like eating ass and shit. Like, I don't know. Like yeah. it's just nothing I really want to like mess around with personally. But if you do that, um, like we say, it's like, Hey, more power to you. That's your thing. Well, Most it's, people wouldn't sleep with people for money either. So I get it. That's not your thing. <laughs> we're not trying to make you feel like you're a freak if you're into that. But but you are. He did offer a lot of money, like way more than my rate. He offered to do this to pay me 6,000 euros, which comes out to like about like 7,700 US dollars. That is a lot of money. And when I originally said no, he came back and offered me close to like 9,000 US. Yes. Which... So- is so much money for like probably an hour or less of like of work like that's crazy (laughs) obviously if you get like you can get like like a really bad bacterial infection that could like fuck you up like that yeah you know what I mean like that that's not it's not but so what I was thinking is well and, and also just from the video I wasn't sure if is is the milk you use the douche to squirt the milk up his butthole and then he squeezes the butthole the milk comes out or did he put the douche yeah. into his butthole and then it's squeezing out and it's coming out from the little tube. So it's not actually touching his rectum or intestinal walls at that point. Right. Which is a little, which is something that is crazy, but Randy would consider just because it's like, okay, at least there's not like a sanitary so, thing involved. But, but, I, but I wasn't clear. No. Yeah. So that's not, um, because you can hear it. Like you can hear on uh, the porn, you can hear like, 
a squirting like farting yeah it sounds like like, a wet fart yeah it sounds like a wet fart yeah I just I wonder if if he would be open to putting the douche into his butthole and then squeezing so I mean I I did write I wrote back I was so fucking nice I was like wow what an interesting fetish you're so creative (laughs) well you know that that tiktok sound that's like everybody's so creative and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, it's it's not really about the money. Uh, I'm like, is there anything we could do to like meet in the middle? And like, I was kind of hinting, like, could we do something a little bit more intense? And he was like, oh, think about less it. Less intense. And then just, yeah. yeah, less intense. And then he said he'd get back to me. He just never got back to me. So he probably found someone to do it. I hope she is. You think? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, people, there's. Well, that's not. Right? Times thing. is tough, you know? And because I was talking about it and I was like, I feel a little bad for him. Obviously not that he has all this money to spend. Like he's probably rich and doing okay. But it's like, can you imagine like you meet someone on a dating app, you go on some dates, you fall in love, you start planning your future together. Like you start going on trips together. And then one day you have to tell them that like, you need this to be fulfilled in your life. Like someone who's not a sex worker is going to probably run for the hills. Yeah. I mean, and so like, and then they here's... have to be going around offering like ten thousand dollars to someone just so he can get his rocks socks. What off? if it was a partner that like you were really close with and it's like kind of a sugar daddy situation? They're like, I will buy you like a, a million dollar like Cartier necklace. That changes the math a little bit, I think. See, for me, for me, if it's like if I love this person, I would probably do it. Well, but yeah, I feel like yeah. But I feel like it would ch- I, I'm oh I'm not talking about like you're dating and then someone drops his bomb on you because like I do feel like there's a lot of us who are pretty open and like like you know what I mean like my Venus is in Leo like if I'm obsessed with you I will do whatever but it's more like you having to disclose to a partner yeah that this true. is your weird fetish I would feel like they would look at me super different yeah yeah just the I act just... of having to disclose that yeah but but th- this goes for like any fetish that's super weird like I feel yeah. kind of I don't I, some I go back and forth because I'm not a very kinky person like I I love vanilla sex it's the best it, I for me I love it but I'm like sometimes I'm jealous of these people who are like dude I can come so hard looking at a foot I'm like I can't do that like you know what I mean that yeah. there's just, just one thing there's a key to your luck and I'm kind of jealous of people who have a key to their luck yeah but then what if your key is like very weird and hard to get then then I feel a little like damn that must really suck yeah Listen, I, I told Jay this. I was like, if it was a partner, right? If it was not like, a, first of all, a brand new client, I'm like, we could douche your ass till it whistles and hope for the best. But can you, can you actually get stripped from eating ass? Oh, you know what? Sorry. It wasn't eating ass. It was like after it was like ass to mouth stuff. So it's like blowing a guy after he like fucks you in the ass. Ah, that makes more sense. Because like, right. I thought eating ass was just like going around the rim. Right? It, like, I'm yeah, not going yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I think it's like what you can clean. And that's like a very easy area to clean. So I think that's like yeah. pretty low risk, Um, you know, as far as that goes. So I was on, I was doing a 30 minute room with this guy who was very drunk. And, but he was nice. He was whatever. And he, you know, he's paying me. He's giving me money. I'm happy. So I'm rubbing up against him, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, can I suck on your titties? And then I said... Uh, sure for a nice tip and he goes okay and so he's like kind of sucking on them and then he kind of bites and i go hey no biting which i know that human and cat bites are very easily infected and i've been bitten a lot as i've talked about (laughs) on this podcast like i just get bitten all the time and i'm very like i don't want to get fucking hepatitis or like i don't know whatever and i was like hey no biting and i was like whatever so i'm okay and then he goes oh i'm sorry and then we're like i'm still dancing on him i'm rubbing up against him pretty you know hard because i'm like doing the lap dance or whatever and he goes oh by the way I think you should know something and I'm like what he's like well you know about 12 years ago I was exposed to like HPV um you know I was with a girl who had it and the condom broke and then turns out I have like the most aggressive form of it and I have like really bad genital warts like they're really bad um he was like at first I couldn't even walk because they were so bad and he's like he and I was kind of like in that moment, so I've I've done some research afterwards, but in that moment, I was like, dude, does HPV get transferred through, like, saliva? Like, why is he telling me this? Because he was like, I think you should know, after he was sucking yeah. on the chest, and I was like, and I was like, a little weirded out, and I was like, 
oh okay and then he just kind of started grambling and being like you know i can i will never be able to help get oral and he's kind of sad about it and i was like oh you know there's like dental dams or whatever and he was like who's gonna use that whatever whatever but i was kind of like okay so i I don't want to sound really ignorant because i know it's very ignorant and stigmatizing to be scared but after 30 minutes he was like he was like five minutes away from his lap dance or his room ending and he was like you know what i really need to go to the bathroom and i was like okay so he goes to the bathroom he goes off to pee and as while he's going to the bathroom i'm like googling like can you get hpv like through saliva can you and, and like in that moment i was like so scared like my brain's just like firing and not being super rational i kind of yeah. confused hpv with herpes um and so it was like you know like herpes can be transmitted through saliva but I, I was like confusing it in that moment blah blah, blah. and I was kind of like oh my god and then he comes back from the bathroom and I'm like did he wash his hands you know because like I guess if your sores are on your dick and you just went to pee like is it in does it live in your hands now and I was kind of like oh my god but then he sits down and he's really drunk and he starts just like showing me YouTube videos of how <laughs> cocaine is made <laughs> I mean to be honest he probably like he probably like finished in the bathroom right no so he wasn't getting hard actually because he was oh really he drunk. wasn't hard because i'm like no. oh you okay you did say he was drunk because i'm like wait you go to the bathroom like right before the dance is over i'm like i was like that's no he was pol- very kind of polite <laughs> but there's also like a bathroom guy in the bathroom so i don't think guys are just jacking off in there i mean you can figure it out they're on the stalls right i I don't know. We'll have um, to ask a customer. <laughs> Eventually yeah. interview a customer. But <laughs> he was really, really drunk. And he even said, like, oh, this is embarrassing. Like, I'm just so drunk. It's not going to get hard or whatever. After that. Okay. So I, I've been doing some research. And also, I want to make clear, like, I would never want to stigmatize anyone with HPV or herpes or anything like that. Like, as we've come to know, like, as you educate yourself, like, herpes is mostly a skin condition. And over half of the population has it. Yeah. At this yeah. point. So it's it's not the end of the world. I don't I don't know why I freaked out so much. I mean, like I said over, I had sent you a voice message and I'm yeah. like, I don't feel like you're stigmatizing. I feel like the fact that he told you about it when you guys like aren't having sex, I feel like that would have been like, wait, why are you telling me? Like that's that was that's what tripped me up because then I was because he's like, I think you should know, and I was like, when you say that, it kind of feels like I've been exposed to it. Right. You're like, why so do I, I was need like to know? So it's like okay the only way i could have been exposed to it is like his sores leak through his genes and into my mucous membranes that's yeah. very unlikely because like right. he's wearing jeans i'm not saying he had like active open source because then the rubbing wouldn't have felt good right during the lap dance yeah like if they're like really bad and then like it would have to seep through like my very thin cotton like um thong so but I, in that moment, I don't know. I was just so scared. And it just kind of makes me think of like, I wasn't dancing during COVID, but I can only imagine like how dancers felt at that time. Like, yeah. we were just so exposed to it. Um, Monkeypox was the thing that we were dancing through. Like, that scare. And <laughs> I don't know. I guess like if you have a lot of health anxieties, this job is kind of like not it. <laughs> No, I mean, we deal with so many people, like so many strangers, even in one night and like such a close, intimate, like physically intimate way. It's like, I know we get up in their faces. They're coming from other parts of the country. Like they've right. taken flights. Um, I had that one time that I was sitting next to a customer and then he said that he had tested positive for COVID like the day before. And then what do you do in that moment? It's like, you want to run away super fast, but you can't because there's like, we live in a society. (laughs) I don't know. Also, Um, I mean, my experience in strip clubs has been, they are, they just have more, more likely to have like conservative people who like, A, don't believe in COVID or like B, like literally. I mean, I mean, yeah. Or believe that um, it's a legitimate threat, right? I mean, even like staff, like, <laughs> right, right, right. You know, our old house mom would go on rants about all sorts of crazy shit. So it's definitely and we know not... a bunch of people fake their vaccines c- cards in California. Like, I know of a doctor who has a fake fucking Bruh. vaccine card. It's fucking Bruh. wild. Oh, we're not gonna get. I honestly, I have this thing where like when you start getting into like <laughs> the before times or like during quarantine talk, I'm like, no, I'm not doing this peace out yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna dissociate from this convo you let me know when it's over i will tune back in i didn't even tell you this this (laughs) this stripper just started talking to me about how um the democrats created covid oh that's (laughs) another one yeah conspiracy and i was like all right okay sure 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 i did have one fun little story and this is not fun okay how do you feel about this i was uh 
you know, there's a lot of horophobia in strip clubs and the girls who do extras um, or like don't do extras feel like they're better than the girls who don't yeah. do extras and blah, blah, blah. And we've talked about that. And, and like, you know, I, I can see why some girls would be annoyed at the girls who do extras because then you're like, but we've we've talked about it like we just we're just selling different experiences. Um, mm-hmm. But there was this one girl who was like ranting about she was like, oh, you know, so and so told me that she's top earner, but that's because she's sucking dick and blah, blah, blah. You know, something that we've, yeah, we've yeah. heard and it's kind of like a common. And then she goes, I mean, I say that I'm going to suck dick, but I don't. I mean, like just because I say that I will and I don't but I sell rooms kind of like that. And I was like, it's so funny how we all just like want to make ourselves feel better than other people. But I was like, yeah, honestly, I feel like the girls who say they're going to suck dick and don't are worse than the girls that say they are going to suck dick and then suck dick. Yeah, I agree. I agree because you're just making it seem like we're like uh, scammers. Like it's a fraudulent. Right. Job. Right. Or or that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're just making people mad. So I'd rather you say, Hey, I'll suck your dick for this much. And then go do that. Then be like, I'm going to suck your dick and then you get back there and no, because then they're just going to be pissed off and I want to come back. And the guy who wants to get his dick sucked is going to come to me and say, hey, I want to get my dick sucked. I'm going to be like, well, I'm not going to do that. Bye. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, and I, I don't know. It it's, I guess it's like, OK, sure. You have someone who goes into a club with the attention of getting their dick sucked and like you're trying to sell them a room. They're like, I want to get my dick sucked. And you're like, OK, then eventually, maybe eventually he finds a dancer who's willing to do that. This is maybe. not somebody, maybe this is not somebody who I feel confident I can sell a room to, to be honest. Like, even or sometimes, if sometimes, or sometimes, yes, I've had guys who say like, I want to get my dick sucked. And then I tell, well, we're not going to do that. And then I explain all the other good things, get them. It's a really hard sale. Yeah. But, but I, I don't say that I will do that. No, I, because then yeah. you're just going to disappoint and they're going to get mad. And I guess it's going to be like a really not fun experience for anyone. I'm, I'm agreeing with you saying that like, I don't feel like I'm losing a client if some guy wants to get his dick sucked. If that's all they want. If that's all they want. Like, yeah, great. I'm like, okay, well, at least someone's making money in a safe in a hopefully safe way. I'm like, they're probably not going to get time with me anyways. And yeah, you can, you can do a hard sell and you can still get people, but it's kind of like, I don't feel like that cuts into the customers that are going to be giving me the most money. So it doesn't like, it way more bothers me, like you said, if someone's literally scamming people, <laughs> like right, because then they're yeah, because then they're lying, and then they're yeah, yeah. So they're that... just making customers pissed off and saying that we're all a bunch of liars and scammers. Was this the woman who like hates strippers, or is this someone else? No, is this someone else? Oh my god, also yeah. a very problematic person. But... Death to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, just really quick, there's two girls, Toodle D and Toodle Dumb, that work together. <laughs> yeah. And we've talked about them before. It's been a and while since we've talked about them. They do the thing where they do all, let me give you a, a, um, a tour and they take them to the back and they try and so that, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. Um, what I've come to understand is that a lot of times they do, let's do the tour. They take you to the champagne room. And when guys say no, they ask for a tip. And then a lot of times they do get a tip mm-hmm. or they just do some lap dances. So that's what I've come out, come to find out that these girls are also making money off just the tour, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, but there, it was this guy that I was actually talking to for a minute and he was giving him money, but they kind of got him and he went over with them. And I was like, all right, goodbye. Because these girls, it's like if they're if they take a guy, he's gone for three, four hours. Yeah. But then he comes back and he tells me and Star, my friend, we're sitting there just talking. And he's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Once he heard the price, he was like, no, no, no. And then they were like, well, can you give us a tip? Well, he OK, here's the thing. He only wanted Tweedledee and not Tweedledum. Oh, uh, OK. But they were like, no, let's do it together. Let's do it together. And he was like, I just want Toodle D. I just want Toodle D. And they were like, no, we are Toodle D and Toodle Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and so he said no, because that was a lot of money. Obviously, it's like just more than $1,000. And they were like, okay, can you give us a tip? And so he gives Toodle D $20. And he gives Toodle Dumb $15. Ah! <laughs> and she gets so mad that she rips the 15 and a half. She, ri- she does not rip the cash. Yeah, she, she grabs a 10 and a 5 and then rips them in half and throws it at him. And he goes back. He's livid. He's like, she just ripped that the money. And I was like, dude, I know that's like a federal crime, but that's kind of badass. That is such a move. <laughs> I like, I'm going to reserve it. I, I think I'm going to start doing it to customers and rip once in half. I think I want to. I, okay. I think I want to embrace this level of petty and just because it's it's the closest we can get to slitting our throats in front of customers is ripping money in half. 
That's true. That's true. I feel like I've never, at least at Clem's Club, I've never been in a place to turn $15 down, especially if I haven't done any work. No, I agree. $1, yes. I would not. Also, yes. Yes. $10, I would take. I would would take about $10, baby. It's not even it's not even but worth being petty. But they're top earners. So for it's just funny, right? Like we leave a couple dollar bills on the table all the time. And there's a time when at the sparrow I would take those three dollars. Probably. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, <laughs> but they're such top earners at $15. She ripped in half, threw it at him. And I was like, bruh, like that was kind of rude of them because like they should have just let him have a room with Tweedle D. Like, you know, whatever. Right. Tweedle Dumb should take the loss. Um, but it was kind of badass when I was like, you know what? I I applaud it. I admire it. I want to take it into my life going forward. I want this bad energy. <laughs> I mean, it's such a power move. <laughs> Although I guess I shouldn't. I'm actually going to go into work today and then I'm going to go to Italy. So I should ah! actually not take that negative energy with me. Let's close this one out. Let's close okay. it out. Thanks for listening, you guys. Please share it with your friends. Share it on your Instagram stories. Our reviews are going up. Thank you guys so much for reviewing us. What if we started, because some podcasts I listen to, they read new reviews. Yeah, let's read the reviews. Um, Say something funny. We have a new five-star review. Let me pull it up. Hilarious, insightful, and sexy. Candy's quick wit and dark humor is the perfect complement to Jade's pure candor and empathy. The two have amazing chemistry and keep you engaged episode after episode. And somehow the stories just keep getting juicier and juicier. The CRS podcast is a great insight. If you are a part of or curious about the strip club industry in any capacity, it's also a great way to learn as a patron. And I find myself lolling the whole way through. We love you. And uh, yeah, if you want to have your review read, write one. We'll read it on air. Bye. Bye. Next time on the Champagne Room Secrets Podcast. Jade has been gone for a few weeks in Italia. I come back from Italia and we talk a little bit about sex work in early Roman times. That's during the Jesus times, if you know. Fuck Jesus. No kidding. No. I mean, if he's hot, he liked sex workers. I'm down. We're not going to get biblical, you guys. We hear a lot about Randy's escapade. Randy has a very fun story involving an IRL plumber role play where her pipes get cleaned out. Rearranged. So listen to us next week. You're going to love it. Bye.